Hello and welcome to the first ever Carbon Copy podcast, the Carbon Copy COVID Cura. Quick disclaimer, we don't have a cure for COVID-19. Uh, we're not scientists and it's not a medical podcast. It's probably not even going to be a good podcast, uh, but we'll see how we go. So basically, if you don't know who we are, we're a wedding band from Central Scotland. Uh, we're not gigging much at the moment on lockdown. So we decided to try a podcast because you can never have too many podcasts in the world. Uh, we thought it would be a bit of fun just to share what we've been doing, give you a bit of insight into wedding band life, share some funny, hopefully some funny stories, and it basically gives us something to do to waste some time. And if nothing else, it'll waste an hour or so of your time as well, if we manage an hour. Um, so my name's Martin. Um, I play guitar. In Carbon Coffee. Um, we're doing nicknames then, are we? <laughs> so some of us have got some really stupid nicknames. So I've got one uh, which is Merv, um, E-R-V, um, just so you know who it is that we're talking to when we, when we say these names, um, because we refer to each other as our nicknames. Um, but my colleagues are here as well. So we've got our lead singer, David Swan, aka Swanee. Hello. Uh, we've, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got uh, the bass maestro, Mr. Sausage Fingers himself, Mr. Mark J. Caulfield, also known as Spanko. Say hello, Spanko. Hello, hello Spanko. Um, and the newest member <laughs> to our band, actually, Neil's just joined us. Um, not got a nickname yet. Not got a nickname that we know of yet, but there's always time. Um, so Neil McDougall has joined us basically a couple of months ago on drums. Hello. Um, hi Neil, and welcome. Uh, I think we've done, how many gigs is it now? Two or three, possibly? Three, I think, maybe. Three. Three so, interrupted. Yep. Um, so, obviously, things have been put on hold a wee bit, uh, with the way things are. So, what have you been up to? Drinking beer and making food. Basically, that's what I've been doing a lot of. I um, not much, Merv, as you know. We're trying to keep the stuff in the background going with some songs and some stuff we Neil. Try to do that remotely has been a new thing for us, but it's worked out all right. We've got the new two tunes up that we've done. So, I that's what I've been doing. What have you been doing, Spanko? Um, similar. Drinking a few beers. Uh, playing too many computer games, definitely. Uh, taking the dog for a walk. Doing some home exercise, which is, which is ridiculous. A lot of, I can just hear a lot of laughing at me. She's trying to do it behind me. She's just laughing at me as I'm kind of lunging in the air, Saturday Night Fever style, like an idiot. But can we get some of that footage? No, nope, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> no chance is that ever happening. Uh, I but hey, here it's a positive thing, exercise. So I think uh, we should we'll put that to the public. Ah, uh, great. And we'll take a vote on that. So get some footage ready, just in case. And what about yourself, Neil? How you been coping? Uh, actually, I've been quite enjoying it. With uh, well, I've got a wee two-year-old, so uh, she's she's having a great time. Being, uh, I've taught her how to set fires up, how to use sharp objects. <laughs> because I've been there the whole time, you know, I don't need to leave on her own. I could just show her how to do all these things when she's two. That's Good life skills for a, a pandemic because you don't know how far it's going to go. I suppose. Never you know. When the next epidemic's going to strike. I hope you've um, taught her how to skin a deer. <laughs> she might, she might oh, yeah. 
some foxes maybe if they keep kicking about there's hundreds of cats man I can't wait to catch a cat <laughs> I get too chicken so that's why they, they just they don't like them <laughs> Probably best at this point that we tell everybody that Sam gets some is going to have some swearing and some adult content within this podcast. I would say, Liz, mm. would we all agree on that? Yeah, I've literally right. never went this long without fucking swearing in my whole entire life. So that feels good to get that out there. <laughs> feels good I'm trying not there. to swear. You don't really swear that much anyway. You're quite a polite guy for Kernesty. Mm-hmm. No, you're, right. you have not been integrated into the, the central belt language as yet. Spanko. No, you're fucking right. <laughs> but, but don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're wanting to book us for your wedding, we'll just swear <laughs> No swearing during the first dance. No. <laughs> Unless you ask. Just to... Unless it's in the song. <laughs> Unless it's in the song. It might be in the song. Ah, that's true. I've never had that before. Come to think about it, um, have we? I don't think I've ever sworn a first dance, no. I don't think any of our songs that we ever played contain any bad language. Of rap? I could be wrong about that. No, there are, no, there definitely is some in there, I think. Aye, there's a few tunes that I've thought, oops, I shouldn't have sang that at a wedding because it's a wee bit <laughs> close to the bone. And with them um, sang as well, I remember the most controversial first dance we ever sang, you all know. Well, we never actually sang it, they changed it on the day, didn't they? Mm-hmm. You weren't there that nightmare, weren't you? No, it was. No, uh, I, I don't know you off. Aye, Big Barry, McAleen, and big shout out to Big Baz. Um, but what was it? I, I, I only remember the name of the. Well, I don't even remember the name of the band now. My mind's went blank. Spankle, you'll know. Who, the Lost Prophets or something Aye. like that, isn't it? Aye. The, the first dance was a Lost Prophets so. <laughs> That was right around the time when the lead singer was going through some heavy court cases. Mm-hmm. And we were like, what are we, because Merv was dealing with emails at the time with the clients and he was like, how do we, do we tell them? <laughs> or do they know and they don't care and it's just a favourite song from that time? Mm. I know. So that was a, that was a real, and we that learned. A real, a real dilemma mm. because you don't know, you don't want to, um, that's what they've chose, you know. So you don't, you just don't know if that's that song. For anyone that listens, listening that doesn't know who the Lost Prophets are and what the singer did, don't Google it. Do not I Google do it. Do not Google that. <laughs> if you're eating your dinner, do not Google that. It's not nice. Horrible. horrible really horrible. Bastard. Yeah, he's a bastard. Aye. And um, so, any TV shows, films, things like that activities, any recommendations that you've been getting up to through the lockdown period? So I hope you're I've been I've been watching uh, Michael Jordan. Is it Michael Jordan? Is that the basketball player's name? because mm-hmm. uh, there's Magic Johnson in there as well. But um this there's a Netflix documentary about the um Chicago Bulls in the nineties, the you know, the amazing team with Rodman and uh, can I remember the other guy's name, Scotty something or other? Uh, but it's an amazing documentary. Check it out. Um, it was mm-hmm. really, really well shot, and it's got loads of footage for the 90s and driving loads of old cracking cars, like the Lambos and all that kind of stuff. But it's an amazing story because they'd never won anything, and then they got um, Johnson out of the pick, and that's where they went on to win five, six um, 
championships and mm. stuff. It was an amazing documentary just to see the back end of it all because I'm not a Seems big basketball really fan. Nah, it's, re- it's really good and I don't really watch basketball or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, but it was good to see the kind of a, the you know, the dynamics between the, the chairman and the coach and the team and all that, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. go. He's just watch it, watch it. It's kind of similar to that one I watched actually, whenever you were about to mention it there, the Maradona one. TV, books, music, any that sort of stuff? Uh, not really, actually. I've actually watched very minimal TV. Um, I've just been setting files every night, so honestly, it's like a full day work for me. <laughs> I've got a huge garden, so it's, uh, I've been cutting hedges and burning stuff, so that's kind of my entertainment, I suppose, and take care of a two-year-old, so that's the rest of my day. <laughs> Sounds great. So where are you getting the wood? Is it just like... I, I, we've got, I've got like three big hedges, so it's, um, I haven't cut them for about 15 years, so they're, they're, they're all trees. So I'm having to uh, get logs coming off them. Oh, nice. mm-hmm. I'm a fire expert now. I'm a fire <laughs> expert, honestly. Now, I thought I was good at this before, but see, after this lockdown, I could literally set a fire anywhere with a rubber band and a stone. You could land me in the middle of Sahara Desert and I'll be able to light you a fire. I'm no joking. And I've bought one of the wee fire pits just at one of the shops like B&M or something like that. Only about 15, 20 quid. Um, but it's addictive, isn't it, Neil? See, once you get a good fire and then you're in it, you're, next night you're like, all right, I need, I'm going to get a better one tonight. <laughs> It just becomes a bit of a competition with yourself, I find. I found that uh, there's a like a pine tree type thing that was growing in the garden, but it, it was it was kind of getting big enough to be a tree. And see, when you put that in the fire, oh man, it was, it was about 15, 20 feet in the air. I thought people were going to phone the fire brigade or something because it was <laughs> blind and beacon of a... It just looked like some dragon came out of the earth and breathed fire. <laughs> I, was, I, I, I was shitting myself for quite a bit, actually, because I thought... I need to get a hose. The fact that no, I need—I don't know what I need to do, but thankfully it was alright. It didn't go anywhere. There is that primal thing with a fire, like it is just mesmerising, and you know you can get totally sucked in it. Like what you're saying, I mean that is total entertainment. Just having a fire and just yeah, watching the fire. <laughs> but why is it acoustic guitars go with fires? What's that all about? Discuss. <laughs> What to burn them, do you mean? Aye. No, how come Aye, if good few, aye, good few. How come if you're in within twenty five yards of a, a fire, there is somebody <laughs> that looks like a surfer with his tap off playing a guitar, like the you know, the intro in uh, the intro tune to Lost Boys or something like that? Mm. You always get that. That's like everywhere I go. <laughs> and they, they do go hand in hand acoustic and, and fires, I know that about that. It's it's funny you you don't have those other sort of like combinations like rain and tubas. It's always like <laughs> fire and acoustic. Yeah, it's snowing outside, get that piano out. There we go. Must be from the cowboy days, I'm imagining. Why do you imagine that? Let's get into the mind of Spanko. Why do you imagine that? Oh you see them, don't you? Well and in TV and stuff that they sit around the fire with a guitar. And, okay. uh, 
the Cowboys play guitar. Do they? I, d- do I they? don't. No, I'm not, not that I've ever seen. To be honest, I it's probably like something from the spaghetti western culture, where the, where historically guitars weren't actually invented when cowboys were kicking about, but because in the films, I know the guy. You know, I'm saying. What do you call the travel one? The time travel film, Michael J. Fox, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I know the guy spins his acoustic guitar and that. If that's getting. Oh, you know, and the third one, the cowboy uh, one. Spins his guitar. Yeah, yeah, it's a good tune, that, by the way. I don't know how it does that. I don't know how it does it. I know we're going to be a very ill-informed, uneducated podcast, but, I mean, guitars no invented when the cowboys were kicking about. What are we talking here? I mean, like... Acoustic guitar, the modern acoustic guitar, I don't know. Of course it was. Well... I mean, electric was invented in 1931, now that I've got Google in front of me. (laughs) 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 But, I mean... acoustic... I mean, I suppose it's like the loop. 1830s, aye, sorry. The mandolin and that, you know, the banjo, and then it evolves, didn't it? So was it 1830s for the acoustic guitar coming on the scene then? The modern acoustic guitar is born, 1830s. I've not Googled that either. I think Africans brought stringed instruments to America. I could be wrong about that. Maybe check Google if it's somebody. Um, But I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure I've seen a programme. You get the loot in that back in... Medieval days and stuff. We were talking about before that. But you're, well, you're talking about cowboys. <laughs> so they're in America. So Aye, how did well, they, well, they, well, obviously, if you're talking white cowboys, they would have came from Europe and white over in Europe, they, they would have had, they would have had <laughs> uh, obviously the loot and stuff. So it would have evolved. I imagine it would have evolved from that. True, this is just speculation, but Aye, this is more boring than Maradona. <laughs> this is this is, this is more <laughs> boring than Anna Do- Maradona. I'm bored. I'm actually bored. But I get so bored. anyway, Spanko, have you been watching any TV shows, films, um, whatever? I've been playing too many computer games for like far too many, uh, an unhealthy amount. Just playing computer games. Just playing series. Call of Duty and stuff like that. Have too you been much. playing Grand Theft Auto? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I you play that was... online anymore? It was. It's unplayable. It's Hi. because anytime you, you you get in it, it loads for a bit. What feels like 20 minutes, now you're kicking about, then you go and join a game where other people like do a race or something. And honestly, the loading is 10. I don't know what it's like now. That was about, it was about 2014, but it's still the same game. But it was, uh, it's, it's unplayable. It's not enjoyable. You're just sitting for ages doing nothing. You're too old. That's what it is, mate. You're too old for that stuff now. You're definitely too old for that. You started to well, come kind of a middle aged thing. Where these things don't work for me. Why do these things not work for me? Mm. You sound like an old man. No, that was but that was back in, that was back six years ago. It was too slow. I'm like, this is just You were too old. You were too old then. Uh, I was too old then. I was only well, a boy then. I was only a boy. Just uh, for just for the listeners, because they might not know, um, Mark is actually the oldest member of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Forty nine <laughs> years old, is it? Forty nine. Sixty nine years old. 69. I didn't mean that at all as a dirty joke. I didn't actually mean that. I just came out. No, I'm 35, actually. It's no, this isn't a Tinder ad, lads. Let's get in here. I'm 35. I'm five foot four. I've got um, <laughs> long, mousy brown hair. Um, oh. I like to spend my days arranging my hallway into a podcast unit. Yeah, which is what oh, we did last week. Yeah, we moved to his around. The his around? Did you? The house around. Yes. You got a new boiler as well, <laughs> didn't you? So what, what direction is the house facing now? <laughs> South. 
<laughs> as, as in the direction of this podcast. <laughs> I've rediscovered my love for Tenet's Lager, if that's of any use to anybody. I've definitely. I, I'm, uh, honestly, it's, and, and it's, it's dirt cheap. This stuff, I didn't realise, this stuff comes like 30 pence a gallon. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable as well because it's dead smooth, but I, I never really was a juicy guy. You always used to drink them at gigs and stuff. And I never really get into it, but I see, pint. for this, oh pint. my yeah. good god! Even the cans, but the cans are amazing. Cans are the best. See I've that? Never really like, dabbled for a long time in the cans. I love the pints. You know, what's good though with tenants of bottles. You don't see them that much, but the wee the wee bottles of tenants are good. You drink much rum, Neil? You into the rum? Oh yes, I love the rum. Yeah. You've been drinking hunters yet? Uh, not as much as I probably could be. Definitely not enough that we should be. I <laughs> know uh, it's, it's good, but uh, I've not got many mixers. I usually drink it straight anyway, so I don't really do mixers. But a rum and a fire, that's, that's it. An acoustic guitar. So, I, no, I, no, I'm a drummer, so I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> just use the acoustics for firewood then? I just, I just sit and beat away at drums and like scare the neighbours. That's how I ward off the cats. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God the... Uh... Royal prevention of cruelty towards cats, isn't they tuning into this? I'm pretty sure they won't be. I don't do anything to them, I just They might sponsor us. You never know. They might do that kind of warp thing of sponsoring us. Cats protection, they're called. They used to book a table in the pub once a month. Cats protection? Cats protection, yeah. That's what they're called. Are you joking? But No, I'm not as seriously. (laughs) It sounds like some sort of... It sounds like gangster cat group. Aye. Or the Sopranos, the cats. Hey, I'm from Cat Protection. Top, top Cat, is that the cat that used to be in the cartoons? Aye, Aye, Top Cat. Mm-hmm. Is he a gangster? I can't even remember. No, well, the cops were always after him. That um, He was definitely up to some sort of dodgy business. Copper sure. Dibble, wasn't it? Trilby's and that. Showing sure. my age. Aye. A gangster cat. Mm. I got one recommendation for any of the listeners out there. Um, Snowfall, I hear, I hear that. It's getting rave reviews in that Gangsters of London or something like that. I've not checked them out yet. I've seen a lot of folk online talking about that. I am going to check you to it. Black Panther I watched. I've been hearing about it for ages and finally watched it and it is really, really good. I'm not really into Marvel that much. Oh, you watched Black Panther, eh? Good, really good film. Check it out. Yeah, I've seen it. The Witcher series is pretty awesome. I I found that really confusing, man, because the timeline really goes all over the place. I thought you've played the game as well before. I probably help. What is on missing the most? I've been in lockdown. About everything, everything, not just gigging and that, but anything. What do you miss the most? Mine's is really weird. I really miss, and this shows the kind of person I am, I suppose. But I miss folk abuse you can't just give you know like just no one like just randomly walking down the street going you're a fanny no like just like you know the banter that kind of just gain folk abuse you know i really miss spankle for that if i'm being honest um face-to-face abuse ah no just i just old-fashioned face-to-face abuse i you know it's it's therapeutic that to have that in your life i think but I'm talking about the banter, the gain people a wee bit of abuse. And um, we set up a, a video poker thing <clears throat> with some of the boys that were on WhatsApp with. And that kind of us got a wee bit of that back because it's all the guys for Motherwell and stuff that are on it, Chan and all the boys. And it's 
it's good to be able to get that. I think, especially when you've that's all a day is gay folk abuse. Well, so, and you mean socialising in a roundabout way? Ah well, I no, no, I don't miss socialising. I'm not a very social person, to be honest. I wouldn't. I don't miss. Oh, let's all go to the pub together. I just miss, even if it was in like a you know a work setting, just sitting, getting somebody abuse. So basically, Scottish thing, isn't it? It's a Scottish thing. It's definitely a Scottish thing. So basically, what Spank was saying is, when you're abusing people, it's one of it's just a social, but abuse. Ah, I suppose so. Aye, I Spank means Spank Aye, so Spanko sure. used to get dead upset about it and that, and you're like, ah, what's he getting upset about? That was, that was very light. Just, a, just a bit of social abuse. <laughs> he just didn't get it. Aye. Aye, social abuse. Aye. People, the listeners will know what I'm talking about, you know. Mm-hmm. I actually was got, I got a few drinks the other night and I was actually going to post it on Facebook and say, right, somebody just come in and just give me dog's abuse. Just call me whatever you want and we'll just... What, you want, oh, you want abuse back? Aye, aye. As two-way street? <laughs> Aye, there's a bit of it right. got to be like that. That's, like, the abu- that's abusive quality. Aye. aye, it does, it dilutes it. If I'm just getting all the abuse and I'm not receiving any abuse, there's no point in that. You know, it's got to be a two-way street in the abuseville. <laughs> I think. Aye, that's what what used to What you've been all missing? I think <laughs> I've realised that I don't really do much apart from... Go to gigs, play gigs, really, because my Aye. life's pretty much the same as what it was before. Yeah, you know, always, you know, yep. and it's like, um, the, the thing I actually probably miss really is gigging in that the travel and just getting away, getting out, getting away, going somewhere, you know, just getting out uh, these four walls. And even I'm doing the same walk every day, pretty much, with a couple of alternatives, walking a dog, and it's you start to think about, you know, that Truman show and being in like a... Oh, here we go. <laughs> being here inside we go. A, some sort I of... I knew this would descend into this. Goldfish bowl type zone that you can't leave the perimeter of the area. It does feel like that a wee bit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I hope you're mean. all feeling good out there. This is the Carbon Copy COVID Cure podcast. But, you know, having said that, like, like I said, I don't feel as if I'm doing much different. And to be honest, I haven't really minded a lot about it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd like to go back to normal, but I mean, it's not really been that bad, is it? For me personally, obviously it's bad for a lot of other people in a lot of ways. Would these miss a bit gigging? Would these miss specifically a bit gigging? Oh. Sweet Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, actually playing gigs, good gigs, playing pub mm-hmm. gigs, just playing, playing music mm-hmm. for other human beings. I think at this point you should probably mention some of our sponsors in the pub gig trade. Well, mm-hmm. Whistle Binkies is the big one for me. Yeah. I, I miss it. We were doing that every second Thursday. Um, and I really do miss that. Because, I, I mean, I love playing weddings, but I really like a good pub gig, probably even more so. Can it be a good bizarre gig? Yeah, can I mean, it's, and that's the perfect pub for me because it's so sort of... It gets such a, you know, wide-ranging audience, and it's pretty much always busy. So you can get some really good nights in it. Um, so I, that's one, and it, and even just you know, city centre Edinburgh Thursday night, you know, just going to see what's happening in Edinburgh. I mean, that's what else you're going to do on a Thursday night? I had some crack nights through there. Yeah. Part for the last St Patrick's night, which was the strangest thing ever to experience uh, Edinburgh. I like that. Yeah. That was weird, man. That was like World War Z, wasn't it? 
Mm. It was weird. That was just right at the start. I mean, things were going. Ah, well, it was just literally that. Right? Week, uh, it was that week that they had announced that pubs should shut. You mm. know, they never kind of three, gave uh, the direction. Three days later, they were shut. Aye. Aye. But that was weird. When you see what the St. Patrick's Day, which is usually, you know, mobbed, and you see it, it's like so empty, and you know, it's things have changed a wee bit. But they'll come back. Oh, aye, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, I miss the most, and it's scunnered me because it's been such good weather. Because usually you would be going up to mm-hmm. cracking venues in the middle of Inverness or, you know, Elgin up the, the, the good getting in the new van and going away up there and it's a really sunny day and you arrive and get a wee cup of coffee and you get in and then it's kind of a, you feel the vibe of the wedding and it's a good crowd, you know, it's a good crowd and you can feel it right at the start, it's going to be a good night and then, mm-hmm. you know, it's just the, the kind of things that I miss as well, the, the getting away and, you know, for the, the humdrum and normal life at the weekend when everybody's Definitely. off, when we get to their work, you know, so I miss that bit, yeah, I would say, Definitely. more than anything. And the travel is a big, big thing, you know, and going to new places, definitely, as you say, it's one of the weather is sometimes the best parts, you're just sitting in a, in a car park in a, in a cracking venue, you know, and it's just a car park, but it's a really nice view and it's, as you say, good vibe weather and all that, and you're just sitting thinking this is, you know, just a good way to spend your time, you know, just... I think as well, when all of us have had jobs in the past and stuff like that that have not been maybe the best jobs in the world, you know, you kind of appreciate it at that point when you're away up there and you're like, oh, you're yeah, beauty. Definitely. This is my job. It's good. Gives it back. Corona, you bitch. <laughs> Any favourite venues? Spanko, favourite venue? Uh, there's a couple. Uh, favourite one, probably... It's actually Airdrie Town Hall because of the loading. It's a good oh, the venue. The loading is brilliant. The loading is amazing. You put it on a ramp and then it, it, <laughs> and, a, and a, a lift. It goes up to the lift. You take it straight out. That's perfect. Dead easy. Mm-hmm. Nice big stage. Tons of space. Sounds great. Local as well. And local as well. Yeah. What was the one we played? It was either last year or the year before and it was like it was a brand new venue. I can't even mind the area it was in. I think it was it was definitely about a drive away. Was it, it the doors that opened up and aye. straight in? Aye, I know what you aye. mean for some and reason. It, it had like the car park down at the bottom and it was all in the middle. It was like an old farm. That it was somewhere quite it was far amazing. north. That was an amazing sure. venue. Really nice venue, aye. It, it was, was a great day as well. It was a beautiful it was a day. day. Aye. Just I like the ones, see the, the kind of out in the middle of nowhere. I pref- much prefer them... Um, to the city centre gigs and stuff like that. I don't know why. I just like the the rural out in the middle of nowhere, and it's got a bunch of people that are I suppose it's a captive audience in it. They can't <laughs> go anywhere. Um, but it's I like the ones better than the city centre ones because the parking shite. Sort it out. What about you, Neil? You you must have played a few nice ones. I think I have to agree. Any venue that's actually got a great loading that saves all the time setting up and. Wasting time and just getting to play the gig is probably the best venues. Right, let's let's go controversial then, lads. What about worse loadings? I don't know if we can start bad moving. You don't want to, you don't want to name and shame. Aye, I you do. No, you don't. No, you don't, man. <laughs> I'm talking about the loadings rather than just like the venues. You're not Aye. saying the venues. Well, well there's a, a certain. Um, <laughs> 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 there's, a, there's a certain hotel 
um, it's got a notoriously bad loading. And I think it ended Shocking. it. See, for folks that don't know the lingo, will explain what a loading is, or is it is that self I think it's go for it. Explain it. Explain it. What is a loading? For anyone that doesn't know, the loading the gear in. It means loading all the musical equipment and as the manual labour part of lifting the gear out of the van into the venue and getting set up. That's that's the loading, man. Loading. So uh, that's that's the talk that the the wedding bands will know. But I guarantee you, any wedding band that's played this venue will know know. what I'm talking about just by saying. A hotel where notoriously bad loading. Uh, <laughs> Aye, let's move on. But you lost my shoe, Swanny. It was that was the place I lost your shoe. This that's um, one of the funny stories that we were going to speak oh, about. All right, oh, sorry, uh, we can come back to that then. <laughs> well, the only thing I was going to say was, what do you not miss about gigging? This is not a bit controversial as well. The loadings. <laughs> <laughs> the loadings, uh, bangers, loadings, bangers, and everybody bangers. Well, bangers. songs that means good no, songs. Not does <laughs> if, if it makes a fucking was, banger, mate. Banger. <laughs> it's um, bangers as in bangers, bangers and mash sausages. Bang- people uh, sausages. bangers. The fucking guy that will never stop dancing two centimetres in front of you, flailing his arms around about so that you can swallow your microphone. Yeah. Bangers. But I, I don't miss that. I don't miss having to be up front. Um, I don't miss having to deal with them because they, they, I'm always the first line of defence, aren't I? I'm always the first one they get to. And yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I do not miss the people like because they can be really hard to deal with. Luckily, we've been able to do it through the years, and it's usually just you know every now and again. But that's definitely part of this game, dealing with people that are far too drunk, and it? it's mm-hmm. quite hard uh, and annoying. So bangers, so low dens bangers. Um, what else do I know? Miss stringing guitars. Mm. Don't miss that. Don't miss rain, like draining, unpacking gear. And rain Aye. at the same time. Bad weather. Bad weather, snow, wind, you know. Aye. I, I don't really mind that that much because, I mean, literally any, I mean, you can get the bad loadings and stuff, but any venue, you're 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 in it quite quickly, aren't you? And I know you're coming back out and in, but we'll get the gear in in about half an hour, something like that, tops. Mm-hmm. So, One um, thing that can be annoying is um, very, like, I don't know what's the right word, but staff and, and venues that are very oh, like God, you know, clipboard staff. Clipboard um, staff, that's exactly the one. Kind of jobs was, about, aye. Uh, aye, those you know the ones and you just know that the people there are thinking I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the staff, because you, you know the one that is you walk in and the guy's shouting and bawling, lift the tables, move this, aye. move that. And it's just like And it's usually a atmosphere. Bold. 55 year old crabbit man that's shouting at a wee 16 year old laddie or lassie into it. It's usually something like that, and it's way over the top. It's what's required to be said at that time. And they must be aware that you're there as well. So I don't know why they don't kind of arrange it in a wee bit, but I, uh, I don't miss that. Part of me feels as if it's like a sort of show to say, I'm in charge here. Ah, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's to say, like, partly for my benefit. Aye, uh, uh, definitely. Yeah. 
Aye, they're annoying. Suppose they come under the banger category, possible. Well, I was just going to say it'd be very PC. Bangers nowadays are ninety percent women. Just so, <laughs> so women, so women don't feel like I'm being sexist by leaving them out. Genuinely, <laughs> you guys are the biggest bangers out there, without a doubt. When you got drinking, these ladies, you're the number one bangers. <laughs> I don't know by trying to not be sexist there, they were I was sexist, sexist. I, I know, I know, I know, I've done that in a really stupid way, but it's true. <laughs> and all the bands, uh, anybody that plays gigs and stuff, listening to me will totally 100% agree with me. Um, women are wild now, aren't they? <laughs> gigs and that, aren't they? Scary sometimes. The wild woman. The wild woman of Wisha. <laughs> and it usually is wishy, to be honest. <laughs> But let's be honest. I mean, do you know agree with me? You've all been very silent here. We all sat mm. here and I'll be in the sun. No, I think, uh, I think you're right. I, mean, I think what you're saying is just people, really. You're just saying people. You get no, some I'm not. I'm that... definitely on there. I'm <laughs> definitely on it. I'm saying it is 90% woman. Half the t- you see, most guys, you can actually give them the guy eye. Do you know the guy eye? <laughs> Do you ever do that? But do you know what I mean? Guy see, when, see when a guy's been three or four times near my monitor? Guy eye. Right? See, as soon as you give him the guy eye, the guy's off. You know, he'll get a bit like, right, mate, I've overstepped it. Doesn't matter how drunk he is, the guy eye works. See, a woman, fucking forget it, man. Guy, guy eye incites them in because they're like, oh, I'm getting this mic. And it's always a mic they want. Why do they always want to scream down a mic? Uh, what is the big deal with screaming down a mic? What do you want to do that for? Don't get that. Sort yourselves out, bangers. What about uh, people ask you a town green you like that this morning? Honestly, fuck me. I'll see, <laughs> uh, see that, honestly. But I mean, it's uh, fair fair enough, right? I mean, a tambourine's 20 quid. Do you know what I mean? See if I had to get, think about this. See if you count up all the gigs that I've been at that somebody's went, geese that tambourine off you, mate. Geez, that. See if I'd gave that person tambourine, think how much money that would be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's literally every single gig somebody wants a tambourine on it, just to walk about oh. playing the offbeat and like shake it about people's seeds and stuff like that and be a banger. Again, more bangers. Stop and bangers, people. Uh, what about you, Neil? Is there anything you don't miss about playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I don't miss the, the people that run the night or the event. Mm-hmm. And it's usually uh, 90% women, some guys. But they, they blame. Well done, Neil. Or they do, well, they're running behind time. We get there in time. Wait for forty-five minutes till they let us in. We get fifty minutes to set up, and they go and tell the bride and groom that it was our oh, fault. That drives me wild, man. I know. That's probably the thing I hate the most. <laughs> How long these be, guys? About about fifteen twenty. Want to make that fifteen? You're late. Ah, here we go. People don't know that. But the other thing people don't know is that if you don't know a song, you don't know a song. Oh, Jesus Christ. Man. <laughs> classic. Bangers. That is a classic. Bangers. So somebody will come up and ask you for a song and I would don't know it. But it's dead easy, though. Would you? Would you <laughs> it's dead easy. I'll, I'll tell you the words and I'll, I'll tell you how it goes and just play it. See, coming up, I'm going to somebody. Do you know X tune? No. Oh, you must know it. No, I don't know it. See, if you proceed to shout, but you must know that. But you must know that one. See if you keep oh, doing that. 
then does not make me know anymore. I actually stopped saying, oh, I, I used to go like, oh, great tune, but sorry, I don't know it and that, but that would entice them to go again, but you must know that one, but you must, you must. and you're like, no, I don't, I just, I've, I, don't, I know the tune, but I, I don't know the, whatever I, I changed that, and any time they came up to me, and I, I, I don't know the song, no, but I'll tell you, if you can give me the chord progression, what key it's in, and the lyrics, I'll be happy to sing it for you, and every single time that's worked for me, Every single time that's worth me. Just because me. they'll hear rubbish, they'll just that. Now that makes sense. Aye. What? what? Aye. No, no, I don't. I'm not got that, mate. <laughs> you will get caught out of that at some point. No, somebody will come to hear it. I hear it. Is. I've just got up my party. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> See if whatever happens, I'll be gutted because <laughs> I'll need to do it. <laughs> but I think it's there's like there's like two unknowns. There's like the not known, as you say. Like I've never heard the tune. I don't know it. And there's the not unknowns saying. You know, I've heard the song, but I don't know how to play it. And you can almost understand somebody thinking, well, how come they know the song, but they don't know how to play it? But <laughs> how can you, there's no understanding of, like, you've never heard that song, so just because I'm saying the name, it'll come into your mind what the song is, how it goes, it's not, you know, and how to play it. It's, like, it's worse when they go, Merv, when they tell you the name, but it's worse when they go, the man that goes, what the fuck is that, mate? You know what I mean? I, that's the, I hate that stuff because it's so awkward to know. get by that drum and barrier. Some people get really, really upset about it. They really upset. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I, apart for you, <laughs> <laughs> Some people ask, get really upset. <laughs> I don't, I try and contain it for as long as I possibly can, but I sometimes I do. I That's definitely. difficult. What makes a perfect venue? Aye. What does make a perfect venue? Good no sound in. limiter. Mm, no get sound that limiter. out. Good load in. Um, good staff. Nice distance. Aye. Because uh, sometimes it's good to go a wee bit away for a wee trip and then be able to get back for a reasonable time because sometimes you're coming back at very often you know for us playing gigs far away i suppose we should give some bride and grooms um some advice when they're venue shopping if they're thinking about mm -hmm. having live music at their wedding i mean we're the inside info on that a lot of people a lot of my mates were like oh, i wish i'd came to you before about my venue because i didn't know they had this and they had that and you know it wasn't really set up really for the live music side yet um to have the best band experience what would you what would you say to people i mean 99 percent of venues are absolutely spot on aren't they but if you're mm -hmm. actually going looking for the specific stuff to have a really good live music experience at your reception what would your top tips be lads what would your top tips be if it starts with a stage then you're on a winner yes. at least yeah definitely because then you know it's set up for you know yeah. music sometimes the space thing spanks can be a bit of a my, mm -hmm. many times have you turned up to a venue or the venue I've spoke to us and they say so we've got this same um, stage for you and you go your beauty and like, it's um, one meter by one and a half meters <laughs> is that and with them um, and what's the old chestnut that they always say is but i mean it'll be fine for you because with a 16-piece orchestra on it last week so you'll be absolutely fine <laughs> you ever had that neil with the the kicks and stuff like that where in the three card trick where you turn up and it's like a wee stage and it's literally enough for a solo artist oh well be, being in a three piece you get you get shoved in the, the worst corners but the best is when they they say oh there's a christmas tree in a sweetie cat here is that all right to fit in <laughs> yeah. i will do that i you've taken a plugs you've taken a space but we'll, we'll do it i don't worry <laughs> file under Bye, 
Bank, why don't you tell us about losing your shoe at this point? I think I think the story's already been told. But in case we edited it out, it's not really a story. Basically, the, that... So if it's a fact? The really, uh, it's, no it's just a fact. It's not really, I'm thinking about it. It's not really a story, basically. You lost I wasn't shoe. wearing... I now wear the same shoes before the gig as during the gig because of this incident. <laughs> I don't Not think there's a change there's, of shoe. There's no real, there's no real story itself with explanatory Spanko lost a shoe, but I think well, I didn't know. Hang, 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 hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. We put it in the the terrible loading city centre of Glasgow. Oh, you gave it away. Oh, now. I can't say that you shit. Gave it away. Oh, hang on, I'll do that again. In the <laughs> in the hotel. In the middle of Glasgow, that <laughs> named um, has got a really bad loading. It's quite a good gig when you play it right enough, but great venue. Really bad mm-hmm. it, was, it was a great venue. So it's got really bad, notoriously bad loading. Uh, you kind of put all the gear into cages, and then well, before even before up. that, like usually you go to a gig and you you drive to the venue and you get there at maybe like six o'clock, whatever, and then you see what's happening, find out the time you want to finish the dinner, get the stuff in, and that's it. But with this kind of thing. You need to go and scout it out. <laughs> you know, maybe a week before, well, the first time anyway, I went to see what was, you know, what the plan was. And there's like, you need to speak to a certain guy that knows the, the procedures. So he then contacts you with like a full list of, you know, itinerary. You turn up on the day um, at some ridiculous time, like two o'clock or three o'clock or something in the afternoon. Like you need to like park outside this door in the middle of like whatever street that is. You know, busy street in Glasgow. Wait for a guy to come and open the door. Drive in underneath this uh, hotel. You know, wait for somebody to say four passwords or whatever, and then you get his trolls. It's proper MI five stuff. It's like nothing else you ever see. And then you're like, the the walk must be quarter of a mile. Then so back. Yeah, it's going to be more than that. It's got to be. Why you Why you would be taking two pair of shoes to a gig like that in the first I know, place? Right. Well, that's exactly. The, I had my guys on for the, for, the, for, the, for the run. And they run in, they run out, or load in, load in. Guys for that. And then nice shoes for playing the gig. Uh, that was, that'll never happen again because I put it on uh, one of the trolleys with all the gear in, my two shoes. And David had the trolley with my shoes on, I think. And then by the time we got to the stairs, I'm like, I've only got one shoe. Where's the other shoe? Oh, sorry, I've, got four words. I've got four words for you, mate. Not guilty, Your Honour. Not guilty, Your Honour. Sorry, mate, I must have lost that. That's what you said. I'm, Did you I not have to buy a pair of shoes? I had to go buy a pair of shoes. I know, instead, instead, of wearing, instead of wearing the spare pair of shoes that he had, the black shoe went bought another I must have been wearing gutties. I must so have been up the number of shoes that he started with two no, pairs. No, that, that's not even the biggest point. I mean, most people like us would have just went, right, okay, now pair of pre-mark, pair of seven-pound jobs, get on. Spanko goes out of like, House of Fraser and spends 390 quid on these like nice. uh, <coughs> Himalayan healed no. you know leather from the cow of a you know Indian farmer if I could afford the... shoes like that I wouldn't be buying them for a start but if I could folk would be going they're charging too much I remember you saying that you spent it was most of your wages on your new shoes. Oh, I, th- I think it was like forty quid from June for a pair of shoes. Mate, it was seventy. It was well, 70. isn't seventy quid. 
70. Well, never know. I'm sure you said 70. I'm sure oh, you said 70. I'll right. just hold on. I'll just look up the drive for the receipt. Can I put shoes to I can't remember. I can't remember what they were. They weren't 70 pounds, though. So, the moral of the story is just wear one pair of one shoes. One pair of shoes. Everywhere. And then you kind of go wrong. You get any funny stories for weddings, Neil? You must have shed loads, mate. Yeah. You've been in the game a long time, man. There is a, there is a good one that I had, thankfully only because we were on the right side of it, uh, where we, it was in the middle of absolute nowhere. I think it was way up past Elgin, up past Inverness, up up that way. And uh, finally got to the venue. There plenty of time. We left super early. We're standing at the, at the bar, just kind of waiting. They were running late anyway, so we were hundred loads of time. Um, and then an hour went past, and we've been chatting, standing, talking to this guy. He's just and he was like, "Oh, I'm a musician." Blah 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 blah. And then it came to about half seven, and uh, and then he was like, "So, uh, I take it you're the band." I was like, "Well, aye." Is is, is, is he he's expecting there was another venue? And I was like, "No, mate. I think we're definitely the band to play here tonight." He was like, "You're joking." And he's like, "I wondered why my band hadn't showed up." And he's got a gig back in Glasgow with his band, oh, who no. had a, he just and honestly, we, I mean, my heart sank to him, but I was, thank God we were in the right place, because uh, I can't imagine Jeez. having that. Yeah, he had so, so his, uh, his band were back down the road playing and he'd went to the wrong venue, is that right? They were already running late as it was, so they weren't even thinking of keeping in touch with each other, that they weren't there yet. Jeez. And it, it just, it was the worst, the worst I mean, I, we, I, I was busting with giggling inside. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do it to the poor guy because his, his face, he just, he was, oh, was he just, he, he just gave up. He knew he had to just phone somebody else and there's no way he was making it from doing that. But, oh man, to just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how he mixed it up or how he got the day wrong. I have no idea. Um, Spanko just messaging saying he's in the toilet. Uh, very good. So, that's good <laughs> to know. Let's talk about him a wee bit then. Because, Let's be honest, he's going to edit all of us out of this anyway. Oh, so. that's exactly what will happen. It'll just be the, the Spanko show. It, this is like a, a major talking point for the band, mind you. Let's face it, he can have a cup of coffee and it'll go in his gut <laughs> straight through his stomach and then he'll need to go to the, the toilet. It's, I've never known him to like him like that. No, definitely. He's uh, missing yes. a few vital organs. I, it's, he's not got any. He's not got any vital organs. It no. literally is just a tube. He's missing. Him. He's missing a few components in his digestive system. <laughs> like the whole thing. <laughs> it's, it's that uh, quick though. It's uh, you can't be that quick. I mean, I when I went to London with him for the memes gig, I turned up at his door at what, it's half six in the morning or something like that. And fair play, some people that are regular will go at that time. But you've no, he's he's had some. You know, he didn't eat or anything like that. And then we get to the airport, oh, I'm bursting, but how can you be bursting? <laughs> You've just got out of your bed, done what you need to do, no ate anything or drank anything, and you're bursting. Jesus Christ, man. This is what we were talking about as well. One, one of these other many faults is the snoring levels. Fucking hell. Probably come out of that at some point, but forget a night's sweep, we're just in the room with him. Forget a night's sweep. I, I, just, I just heard that there as I came back. Remember that uh, time we stayed in a ho- Remember we stayed in a hostel that time because it was literally the only place that you could you could that, book. Yeah, that there was, was no hotels that, anywhere. It was with bunk beds and mate. That wasn't a hostel. That was a scene that he saw. That was um, 
do you want to play a game? And it was bunk beds, wasn't it? Like old army bunk beds kind of type style. Yeah. Now, was it was the middle of summer, but it felt as if it was like February. Thurzo, that was in so Thurzo. Mm. Big shout out to the hostel in Thurzo. Sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was that the night we had to play, we had to stay there and we were driving back to some ridiculous time to get to some showcase in Dundee or whatever. Aye. Straight after it. We literally like four hours sleep or something yeah, like that. we left at 7am, I think. Uh, it's no, everybody goes, oh, it must be great happening in a band and that. You don't see any of that, dearie. Don't see any of that. This is a, a, a low bunk bed below Spanko snoring on heat. <laughs> and then three years, three years kept up straight down to Dundee, two and a half hours, three years drive to Dundee, play a showcase, and then another two, two and a half hours down the road. Aye, don't see that, do they? <laughs> I don't. I've just used this podcast as an excuse to just moan about everything. <laughs> That's it's been quite therapeutic for me. Thank you. I don't care if anybody, nobody listens to us. It's been good for me. I th- somebody will listen to this. This news, I think. Do you think? Who do you think will listen? Who do you think will listen? My dad. Aye, Paul Caulfield likes this podcast. Yeah, big shout to Big Bother. Aye, Paul. Well, we done we done a wee poll, didn't we? We had. Um, mm-hmm. We've we got questions. No, we got well, a question for Ian Saunders, didn't we? No, we don't have a question for me, Saunders. <laughs> yeah, we done a wee poll, we done a wee poll about a market research just to test the water and see um, if there was a appetite for a carbon copy podcast. And I think we get ten votes, did we? It was, like, that, eh? it was nine, nine yeses and one no. That's enough. Two knows that show because you were you were dead against it as well. Did I say no, I say no in the in the, in said, the... yeah. Instagram. You said no. Uh, you said no at all costs. You said uh, that, would, that would be the last thing in the world we should be doing or something like that. Wasn't was that, that extreme? Something uh, like that. Was something uh, along those lines. I must have been. Must have, I must have, uh, must have rage quit some sort of PS4 game. Aye. Um, through the controller against the ground. When <laughs> <laughs> you said. Podcast! I'll be putting my. I'll when you said you were in the toilet there, you were probably away for a wee quick game of Call of Duty. No, no, I've, I was in the toilet. And the dog's here now, so it's only uh, a period of time before she starts greeting, and it's all over the podcast. Well, we're going to mention this wedding with a dress. Oh, aye, aye. Let Spanko tell that one. So, we Take were in, I know we were in a... a Obviously, we were doing a wedding and it was a town hall type place. Can I just, I sincerely hope, I sincerely pray and hope with all my heart that Spike doesn't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain venue, wasn't a normal venue, it was a good venue. Um, and the bride had a change of dress. So, like, some brides have their full day dress and they wear that. And then when it's time of party, you change it. A we sort of Smaller numbers so they can dance a bit. We didn't know that. We didn't know that was happening in this wedding. No, we, we did know that happens at weddings, but we, we didn't know that was happening at this, this wedding. wedding. Because <laughs> it, it's no so hard to tell us, though. It's nah. no so hard to tell us, by the way. I'll be changing dress just so you know. So, as far as we can see, the story uh, the wrong way around have, here. Uh, Hang on. I tell it the wrong way around. So, we were at a venue, nice venue, and it had a dressing room. 
We're at a venue and we had a dressing room place and we were all and it was dead long. We had was it, we were starting at seven o'clock, so we had like two breaks and we were in the back, but in the green uh, room maybe for like an hour at least. And then there was there was a set there was a set of boxing gloves and uh, <laughs> and the head thing. So we put them on they put them on Tam and he was like doing boxing things and t- Merv was taking pictures for Instagram and we're putting pictures up. And it was kind it was kind of like a fancy dress area. It was like backstage uh-huh. in a in a stage as if it was like a pantomime area that had boxing gloves. You know, different. You always it. describe this as that it's it was literally a town hall that has like boxing clubs and stuff like that on in it. And no, it's it like, definitely. Like, I had I had the vibe. I had the vibe that that's what, I think that's what we assumed it was. And there was like you know some sort of production Aladdin was happening that Aye, weekend. You just flipped your digger. On the, on the clothes, there was a clothing rail and there was a solitary dress on a hanger. <laughs> and I I don't know, I wasn't there at that point, but I'm assuming Merv said, Tam, go stick that dress on and we'll get you a picture of it. You oh, need it'd be funny. We just, we just thought it was, a, it was a dress that was just... Just so you know, that, left it. That, that wasn't unusual though for... For Tom, no, no. Nah, Tom's like, oh, I'll be a laugh, I'll put it on, he put it on, it fit quite well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he was taking pictures of it, and we stuck it up an Instagram story. So, uh, the, the end of the break comes on, um, Tom's obviously taking the dress off, and we're just back, back playing the gig again. And then out walks the bride <laughs> from the back room wearing the dress. Ah, that was a panic ensued. As Merv was pl- managed to play the guitar and grab his phone at the same time and delete the story off Instagram. <laughs> so there you go. And Tam's our old drummer. Tam's our old drummer. Big shout out to Mr. Housen. All right, Housey. Yep. Housey. Aye, Housey. Old Housey. And uh, Saunders is an old drummer as well. Neil's a yeah. new drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Spit, we can ask Saunders' question. Big shout out to Saunders for that question, mate. Yep. I'll just answer for you without saying a question. Yes and yes. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> question, just because you're probably Steven. Oh, aye, Stevie. Aye, Stevie, the question, what was his mad? Aye, it was... Um... Stevie Rogers of Dirty Work. Big shout yeah. out to the boys. Good band. Good Stevie band. helps us out a lot, um, covering for uh, our singer. At times when he's on holiday and stuff, so we know Stevie quite well. He's helped us out loads of times, but he's got this really interesting question. Um, and it is, is Sweet Home Alabama in the key of G major or D Mixolydian? Is that how you say that? Mixolydian, I think. Yes, yes, is that right? It's a, it's a diminished... Neil, how do you say that? Uh, Mixolydian. Mixolydian. Sorry, Sean Neil, can you explain to me, never mind the fucking listeners, what that is? <laughs> Uh, it's just a it's a mode like a musical scale mode uh, uh, there is eight of them seven eight of them really uh, basically if you go from C to C and if you start there's there's seven or eight different in, uh, intervals you move up and they all correspond to a different like uh, the most common one is probably uh, the C in a case C major and A minor uh, minor, I think, is that the alien? I may be completely wrong. Uh, I'm, been, I, I know what you mean, but I'm not. Nah. So, okay, what, what is the answer to the question? What's the answer to the well, question? It's got to be D, isn't it? It's, got, it's in D. 
Well, I know, I know the first chord is D, so that I would, I would say that's that I would say, it's aye. D, but I've got a feeling that that's probably a sort of trick question. It's probably like QI. When it will be if it's came from then you, you say it and you get the big um, noise as if you're a fucking idiot saying aye. that. I'm gonna go. Right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that logic and say it's in G then. And I am just about to Google it and find out. Talk amongst yourselves. Spanks, do you know the? You, Neil, you must know. Sweet Home Alabama. What key is G major or D major? G major. G major. Yeah. Is it? There you go, Stephen. Because it's got a C major in it, I would imagine it'd be G. I even know it starts on the D. Aye, it's um, G major. Well done, Stephen. Thanks for your question. Great yep. question. Um, it was a great question. Glad I've cleared that up. I got a couple of questions in from my personal Facebook. <laughs> if <laughs> if they're allowed, they're all Spanko, mind you. They're all directed at Spanko, but um, I will maybe leave them for next week. We'll what, do, you, do you want to answer me, and I'll give a yes or no answer? What's that? Have you got questions for me? No. Don't be silly, mate. Nobody right. cares about you. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> That's confirmed my suspicions. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the abuse I've missed. I've just missed that. Missed giving people abuse. Tell you who's no missed it. You. Aye. Everybody abuse. It's just part of Scottish life, isn't it? A bit of abuse. And see, when they tell us to socially distance that, that's the first thing that goes, the abuse. But before we talk about buffies, I've, I've got something that I need to tell you. Um, I made, just while we were waiting on you, um, having your tea, um, and Neil was coming in, I, I had, right, this is an, an amazing invention. It's boring, but it's an amazing invention. Chicken breasts, salt and pepper, chicken breasts, cook just normally, and then slice them up, put them on a butter roll, some iceberg lettuce chopped up, um, and put on top of that. But the key to it is, um, you get these round, circular um smoked cheese slices let's get the kind of our binding run the middle one of them a bit of garlic mayo it was the best sandwich i've ever had in my life and i quite like that out of podcast when they tell me stuff to make so uh, make, that, mm-hmm. make that sounds good that. just when you just when you're talking about cheese slices there it's worth mentioning the cheese slices with the pepper in them don't know if you've seen them Aye, that's what logo. i thought you meant one of the ones no for, no, for no, no, no 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 um you are oh, thinking of like pepper chicken you get out of subway and stuff <laughs> like. no 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 no, no, no just the, the cheese slices, slices the blue the cheese, cheese slices you get the cheese from comes with the the wee no, aye, that's just i no no uh, smoke if he's, if he's never tried smoked cheese like root smoked cheese it comes in like a wee sausage you never tried smoke. Aye. 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 Oh, it's like a big, it's like, imagine that, imagine that being a big sausage, right? And they'd cut it. You know what I mean? It was just like one slice would be the size of a roll, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It was oh, honestly, see with the garlic mayo, smoked cheese, chicken, iceberg lettuce, the best. Go do it. So everybody been eating healthy then through the... Fuck no. laura has been cooking constantly like she's been cooking loads and loads of stuff it's been great i've just mm-hmm. been it's been really good i made two cakes on friday you made two cakes did you well i say we see and i say i made them i did make them but it's you know the, the pre-packet you just chuck in the eggs or whatever that's no making a cake you bought a cake no, you bought a cake no. threw a couple of eggs at it and then quimpy made a cake I, 
What is it, Betty, Betty Crocker's thing? Mate, mate, they gave them like primary twos <laughs> right. and stuff like that. That is a gateway. That is a gateway to real bacon. Because now I've tried it, I'm like, that's like putting your, uh, you know, you're going at, when you're learning how to ride a bike. Spanko Hollywood. Spanko you know when Hollywood. you're trying to ride a bike and you put the body things on the side of the bike? Stabilizers. Stabilizers, aye. But basically, that's that, that's the gateway. That's my stabilizers on to go and make a real cake. So I'm like, okay, let's go and next time. Let's bake a cake. Maybe that could be a, a feature of the podcast. Of, of us the carbon that. copy bake-off. Uh, yeah, we could, we could, we could do that. Mary Ann made a red velvet cake the other day, and it tasted the curry. Sounds good. Tastes the curry. Well, I think it was more down to the fact that she'd made a curry and probably used the same knife to cut my cake with. Ah, oh, right. You know what I mean, oh, I was wrong. So, big shout out to Mary Ann for that one. I know. Like a red velvet <laughs> cake as well. It was. It was actually alright. Once I cut it with a clean knife, it was nice. Are you um, a, a bit of a chef, Neil? Are you? You been cooking much? Or? Uh, the wife is really. She's the she's the cook. Uh, I know that sounds that's misogynistic, is it? Uh, she's just much better at it than I am. I got our first meeting. I the, the first kind of like dinner we had together. I saw. I thought I would try to be romantic and cooking that. And uh, she actually got up five minutes into eating and had to wash the steak, the amount of salt, and then then wash the cooked steak. It was a well cooked though. She said it was just encrusted with salt because I thought I had to do that seasoning thing and I was beating and all that. But uh, I she uh, had to wash it and then she finished eating it. She loved it after that. But I so she's cooked from then on. <laughs> it's never a good sign when somebody needs to wash your wash the food that you've cooked them. See, there's it. nutters out there, specifically I think in America. That have you seen this? It actually makes me really angry when I see it. Fucking. Folk washing chicken, washing raw chicken, mm, and I've bad. I've watched debates and threads in Facebook. We've got we've all we've always washed the chicken. We've always washed the chicken before we cooked it. That it is so dangerous doing that. It's so because what you're doing oh. is you're taking a raw chicken and putting under the tap, and the tap water hits it, and then it's just throwing bacteria from the fucking raw uncooked chicken all over your sink. Probably don't do it. Um, they're probably injecting domestics into it. Aye. I actually just fling my chicken in the washing machine. That keeps it a wee bit safer. Aye. Is that a cooker as well? Nah, well, unless you tumble dryer for it. Put it in the high heat. <laughs> 40 degrees, 30 minutes, then tumble dry for an hour. It's, and then fling it on a roll with some smoked cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually not eaten meat since the 23rd of March. That's impressive. Apart from one time. I'm not a vegetarian or any of that, but... So why are you doing it? Well, my girlfriend, Caroline, is, and she's... <laughs> <putting it. laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't mind it, though. I actually, I don't mind it. I don't, but I don't mind it at all, either. I don't, I don't miss chicken. I don't miss <laughs> chicken drumsticks. I don't miss steak. I don't miss chops. I don't miss lamb chops. I don't miss lamb salivating there you are a liar I've seen you at a buffet full of meat mate you turn into Hannibal Lecter you need to put one of the roller machine things and tighten it so you don't eat all the meat at the buffet I could never do that never do that my cousin's a vegan I could never do it big steak oh yes and what's your favourite buffet lads what's your favourite buffet a wedding is it rolls and sausage is it cheeseboard Cheeseboard. Oh, yes. oh, cheeseboard mm-hmm. One thing that's uh, I don't know how you feel about this. Um, I, I'm a bit old-fashioned with this, but you know how you get the 
cheesecakes these days. I don't mean cheesecake as in like sweet cheesecake. I mean oh, the wedding cake, cake is made of cheese. No. Uh, that can get What's to your fuck. thoughts? That can get to fuck, man. Do you know why? Simple logistics, right? If you're standing with a cup and a saucer and your left hand full of <laughs> roasting hot coffee, the, the last thing that I need to be doing is picking up a breed knife and try to chop up a baby bell mm-hmm. on a, like a board. That is just it's wrong. But I, I love a cheese board, by the way. Of a cheese board, things, but, but no, but no, no, the expense. Me. It should, it should always be both cake and Aye. cheese board. Never like sacrificing cake for one cheese. for the other, sacrificing sweet for savory. Because sometimes you just have the cake, don't you? Don't bother the savory. Ah, uh, that's true as well. P- a pizza buffet. Nah, they're pizza just outside the, outside shit, the, the stone, Aye, if it's like a shit, boring as the stone, like the ovens, when you go outside and they've got the Pizza, pizza oven thing I, that's pizza. really weird there's not many people who don't like pizza so boring but man so here's some breeders and tomatoes it's like give me i want to go back to the the 80s where they had the like the the pineapple halved with the tinfoil and the hedgehog with the cheeses and the pickles <laughs> and that and the wee blankets aye and the wee quarter sandwiches and your wee bits of pakora and volavongs what's ever happened to them the wee- Cocktail stick with the cheese and the pickled onion. Exactly, Merv. The hedgehog cheese. Why does Mm. this stuff go out of fashion? Who decides that fancy volavongs? They're delicious, but they can get to fuck now. It's it's 2020. I love them. Who decided that in in, Uh, 2000? The the volavongs are no longer a thing. What's your favourite volavong filling? I like the prawn one, man. What is a volavon again? The wee, tiny wee circular pastry with like tuna or chicken or prawn in the middle of them. So it's like a wee pastry? Aye, so you don't know what a volavon uh, is? I'd know when I see it, but I don't know the name, nah. It's just like, it's like almost like a wee bit of, it's not sweet pastry, but pastry, and it's got like the filling in it of meat or like cheese Is it like a wee like. tiny cake? No, a wee cake no, base and a wee bit of, no, it's no, not cake, definitely no cake, nah. No, well, what's like a cake? What's like a tart? <laughs> a wee tiny tart? No, no. <laughs> like no. a film, a wee pastry I don't case. think so, no. It's kind of a, in the sandwich section, I think. Sandwich area? Aye, it would sit in the I sandwich don't, section. I don't always delve into the sandwich section. The I'm sandwiches not, are the best, I think. That's you what I'm afraid If you get a good sandwich, it can be good, but let's be honest, sometimes if a sandwich is left for a wee bit of time, it can... The crust area can become a wee bit sort of. Well, that there's no don- no no danger with that with us because we're literally okay, ladies and gentlemen. Here's your first break. That's your buffet being served. We'll race you. Well, that's that's the benefit of being usually the people that call the buffet. You know when it's coming and you can that, be. In that's position. why I. That's what the only reason I bought a radio mic, so that I can say it when I'm over at the buffet. That's your buffet, red, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Half eaten of all of them. I quite like. Uh, there's Lily started. Hi, Lily. I quite here. like the, I quite like a cheese and spring onion wrap. Uh, yeah, a oh, good wrap like can be good. Um, I, I must admit, I like my variety in my buffies, definitely. Um, the steak pies and stuff like that, the wee steak pies, oh, geez, loads of them. A, wee, a good steak pie is good, even a good mince pie is good. But uh, surely, uh, when you go, Neil. Sorry, have you had the wee haggis balls yet? Oh. Bonbons? Oh. Uh, the like viewer, a- aye. Haggis balls are kind of like deep-fried haggis balls. Are we They're called like haggis bonbons or something like that, aren't they? Aye, haggis bonbons. That's that's what you're after. 
just when you're talking about places that do haggis bonbons, it reminded me of a thing there where the Cardinal Sinner buffies uh, for venues and probably something when couples are picking venues, they should probably consider this for the benefit of the band. But <laughs> <laughs> see the ones where it's table, see when it's table service and there's no like set buffet and you're just standing there with the band, you don't have a table anywhere near you. Remember that you're time Spike's nearly fainted? Remember that I time? Was up bloody there? starving up there, man. Uh, and I can remember uh, you saying when we were going to that wedding, um, I've not had my dinner tonight, and I was like, I can remember thinking to myself, that is a bad move because this is a table service buffet up here. And I knew that. And, and see, watching you walk about begging, begging people, begging guests, are you Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Over twist. You finished with that haggis bonbon? Oh, please, I have a haggis bonbon. By the way, the haggis bonbons from that particular venue are class. They're cracking, eh? They're really good. Gar- um, what is it? It's like a mustard kind of dip, isn't it? A mustard dip, isn't it? You got is a dip? Is that right? Aye, there's like a mustard dip. No, do I like just, a... just grabbed it off the old guy's plate that was kind enough to... <laughs> grabbed it out his mouth. He's kind enough to give me his haggis bonbon. Thanks very much, mate. I'm starving. The, the poor old guy who just fell asleep with his haggis bonbon in his mouth and you ripped his wallies right out of his mouth with a haggis bonbon in it because you were that hungry. That's the most hungriest I've ever seen anybody in my life. Ah, oh, we're starving, man. Uh, McDonald's was actually the last meat that I ate. Boy, what I'm not. Was that? Uh, just before it uh, shot? I uh, must have been just before. I think that's the reason I went in. It was a um, Big Mac meal. A last supper. The Weird and Wondrous Facts with Captain Cobble. Here, did you know that roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin? What? When they're on the roller coaster or just in general? Genuinely, genuinely. That's why roller coasters were invented to distract Americans from sin in the 1880s. Businessmen brought it together never... because they felt as if they were been too sinful in America and roller coasters were um, invented to dis- distract them, basically. That's mental, isn't it? What? Aye. Fair. I'm not, I'm not really a big roller coaster fan, to be honest. I hate them. So hate it's, them, the, it's the 1890s. In, or the 18 what? 1880s. 1880s in America, and you're kicking about eating bullet, bullet could, could some chicken in that. And and I there's there's maybe one or two guitars around the fireplace. Guess and, then, and then you're going to one of these guys with the with all the Aye. the tonics. So you're you're getting a bottle of tonic, and then you're jumping on a roller coaster. Again. Well, actually, it says it, the no much has changed, eh? No much has changed. No, not really. Get a bottle actually, of tonic. And then the reason why they're doing it is because they were visiting too many hedonistic places like brothels and salons, so or saloons. All right, um, you got Google in front of you there. The I am yeah. watching it. Aye, aye, it's quite good, isn't it? Have you not got Google in front of you? It's quite a good invention. <laughs> <laughs> I'll recommend that to the listeners. Google. Go to this thing, right? It's www.google.com. I'll just get my pen out. It's quite good. inventions. But that's amazing. I like facts like that. Like I've got that. a fact for you. Go right. right. People lived in caves for 5,000 years. Like 5,000 years of humanity was just in caves. They never get past that point. Wow. So what, generations, what? generations, generations sitting in a cave because they've found paintings on walls. That have got a difference of five thousand years. So what, people what, just painting stuff on the wall, catching stuff, eating it, painting stuff, generations, generations, and then we think what's happened since you know 
past 500 years, past so, 10 years, 20 years. What was the stage after cave stage? What, houses? Huts? Was it straight into a house? A mud straight hut, into a house? surely a mud so, hut. Straight out of a cave into a mud hut? That's it some jump. Try. It must be like a, it's probably gradual. Probably people were building these shelters and that, and then telling the cave people, well, I've got a wee shelter. Well, maybe you know, 10. I'm going to get a shelter. Yeah. That movie Ten. where someone stayed in a cave for long enough, like, doesn't matter what colour of skin they had, they'd all come out white. If everyone was in for 5,000 years, then everyone would be... <laughs> I don't know if Oh, it's... right, right. The races would evolve, right? Uh, it was just, you know, just one guy come out. Yeah, you wouldn't need uh, you wouldn't need melanin and stuff from the sun. Right, right. Uh, that makes sense. Not be like white albinos, five thousand years. Well, I don't know that. Because no sun. That's right? mental. <laughs> it's only a guess, so I don't know for sure. I'm taking that as fact, Neil. I'm running with that. Sometimes, sometimes you, I mean, certain facts you think it's an interesting fact. You maybe just run with it rather than putting it in it and finding out the reality. Here's one for you. Supermarket apples can be a year old. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. <laughs> I swear to God. Shit. No, listen. From what be... point? From what <laughs> point? Seed? Or from, pick, from picking or from seeding? I shall read it out if you would let me. Right. Right. Fucking hurry up. Those fresh apples aren't all that fresh. They're usually picked between August and November, covered in wax, hot air dried, and sent into cold storage. After six to twelve months, they finally land in your grocery store shelves. Right, Get so fucking what what man. happens when you buy it and then set it in a fruit bowl? It, it lasts about, about two minutes. Like, you're no fucking taking him covering in wax, putting it in a hard, hot air dried cold storage unit, but you're sitting in a fruit bowl. They, they pick them between August and November, they cover them in wax, they put them in a hot air dried cold storage unit, they leave them for 6 to 12 months, I would imagine that preserves them, and then once mm-hmm. they're ready to bring them out, then we get them. Is that even, is that even, uh, shush, so this dog man, see, is that even, shush, is that even organic, oh this is not going to work, <laughs> what, is that organic. even organic a- apples? It's any apples, I think. It just tells me apples, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Do you only eat organic? Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, no, I'm not one of they guys. I'm not one Aye. of they guys, no. no. Aye. 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 <laughs> you spend 70 quid on a pair of shoes for House of Fraser. It takes two pairs of shoes and four organic apples to the gig. What did people used to say before they said cheese when a photo was taken? Photo. Oh, oh, I know this. Oh, what is it? Well, done, Neil, what were you saying, Neil? They didn't smile. They didn't smile. I thought like, they didn't. They didn't actually smile. I, I, I think they. Th- uh, no, that's that's not what this one says. But they used to say prunes. Prunes. Aye. In the eighteen forties, a big um, dare we say cheesy grin was seen as childish. Oh, you're right, Neil. Aye. So a big cheesy grin was seen as being immature. So one uh, famous London photographer told people to say prunes and keep their mouths taut. <laughs> that looked... Uh, everybody's doing that now again. I remember uh, I heard... Um, uh, duck lips. Aye, aye. Prune. Prune. I remember I heard somewhere that when they well, the phone, they never knew how to say hello when they picked it up. They never, like, nobody thought of that for years to say hello when you pick the phone up. 
the way I managed here, so one phone, two, and just sat there like People, people say, well, I remember my granddad uh, used to say stuff like, you know, the, the address or whatever, or the phone number. So we say, like, oh, one, six, nine, eight, four, seven, <laughs> I, I whatever. Remember that. I say the number. I remember that carry on, yeah. Oh, one five 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 seven seven zero seven nine four. How can I help you? It's so weird, now, man. <laughs> it was that's mental. So how did they get rid of that? Because he must have thought this phone doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody's just sitting in silence for ages. We're just in phone lines everywhere. Like... Oh, Glasgow, Glasgow, come in. This is London. It's London, Glasgow. <laughs> I know. Or rather, must have said the towns or something. Come in, Japan. Come what in, Japan. They, they must have said something. Probably. Well, I mean, did you did you say hello to people when you met them in face to face back then? Oh, so if you did, why did you not just say it when you answered the phone? It's, it's probably one of these. It's kind of a well, it's kind of a like unfactual fa- facts. Well, remember that fact that I told you about that I heard in another podcast. The apples? That, no, no, <laughs> apple. That's true. Um, but the see when like the Crusades back in the day in the Crusades when the kind of a Knights Templar or whatever were going to like countries that are not developed at all the the locals had never seen a horse before eh, sorry the locals had never seen a human ride a horse before and right. <laughs> I don't mean it like that but um, <laughs> they, they thought it was one animal they thought the human and the horse was one thing it was yeah. like a new new thing all merged into one because they'd never seen it before. That's mental. Nice. I don't think so. Yeah, that's, I, yeah. Is that from Blind Boy podcast? Does he know talk about I that? think I was Blind Boy. Aye. I'm aye. sure it was. It was either Blind Boy or uh, Colin Geddes. It was one of the two. I heard that one. But I, see, when I heard that, I was like, you can see how that happens. Do you know what I mean? Because if you've never seen some before or heard some before, you know, and then this thing turns up, you must assume all sorts of mints in your own tiny wee pea brain. Especially mm. back then. Oh, I know. That's made you think, can it? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Definitely. Do you know lobsters taste with their feet? I've <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> never heard that, no. Never it's true, man. What? what? Lobsters taste, taste what? What, did he, what is a fucking lobster? <laughs> fucking actually? food. What food? Well, whatever. I've never meat. seen a lobster scrying anything. Is it the case though that lobsters are a different colour until they're yes. cooked? That's right. Is it not the right. case they cook them when they're alive as well? That's right. Ah, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Not. It's meant to be the most humane way. Is it? Is it? Just boil them. Boil yeah, them. just boil them straight away. Um, they can be white as well, I think, when they're boiled lobster. Um, and like a kind of an orange colour sometimes but I tiny bristles in their feet that's how they taste lads that's how they taste and they also have three stomachs lobsters aye, yep aye yep that's true that's true so take that away bet you've lost sleep the night no 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 that did not know they tasted with their feet and I do what not do you... I'm now I need to go what, what does a lobster eat well before you do that have a guess at what Americans used before toilet paper was invented. Just the guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys. What do you think? Uh, that the French um, thing that they have with the, the water. A baguette. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, first first thing in Google. Oh, no, okay. What do you call it? 
plankton. Plankton, I read all week. Look, plankton and we kind of fish and stuff like that. Aye. Neil, do you want to hazard a guess about Americans used before toilet paper was invented? Uh, left hand. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Spanks? Would you think? What What did they use before? Toilet probably paper. Probably something like. Probably guns. Like a hide some skin. Guns. <laughs> That would be really dangerous. No, uh, it's probably like dangerous. a hide or something like that, like a skin of a, an animal skin, and then reuse it. Corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> that, That's true. Man. Is that with corn on the cob? Is that with the leaves on the sides, or just... surely it's just the leaves? I swear to God, it says um, before toilet paper was invented, Americans used to use corn cobs. Alternatively, they'd use periodicals like Farmer Alchemat. What? Alamat? I don't know what that is. Oh. Um, which was designed with a hole so you, <laughs> so you could hang it in outhouses. Necessity is the mother of invention, after all. So it must have been the Leafs. Either that, yeah. You know, well, I could see, I could see, I can see in my mind's eye how that would work, if I'm being honest. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to think about mm. it. Sort of like mm-hmm. a really hard sponge if you take off the, the corn. Was it guy? Was it cooked? Aye. Was it that cooked? Cooked. I don't or know. Was it, I don't... Probably <laughs> a bit better. Fucking, you better, better with a gun then taking that out of boiling water and shoving it right where you No, to... I, I, you let it cool down, fuck's sake. I mean, was it cooked? So what are you, what it... you cooking it for then? <laughs> Is it raw? Well, it tastes softer. <laughs> <laughs> softer? You Aye, that's what I'm thinking, Neil. The husk is maybe like a a sponge kind of. Was it? But thing. now, my next is it no? Um, is it no ironic? Is it no ironic though that <laughs> is uh, corn pieces of corn meant to be the one thing that the digestive system won't digest? That is very ironic, and uh, that's what they must have been thinking. Oh, unless you're spanko and that's any any food stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Is it? Do they reuse them, or is this just getting a bit disgusting? Well, do you reuse? Do you reuse toilet paper? No, well, they recycle it. No, they but recycle I don't know it. if they, I don't know if that means they recycle toilet paper, or if you just recycle paper and make it toilet aye, paper. Aye, I probably aye, guess aye. they recycle it. Aye, it's no good. I, don't, I wouldn't imagine you'd be able to use that again. No, I would imagine that gets flung in the bin after you've used that. There must well, have been a big abundance. shortage. There's a big shortage recently. Did you know that Queen Elizabeth II has a stand-in to make sure the sun won't get in her eyes? <laughs> Who's Queen Elizabeth II? Is that the Queen there now? Is Aye. that that Queen? Aye. Aye. So Ella Slack has a similar height and stature to the Queen. So before big events, she'll do a rehearsal <laughs> to avoid any royal pains. Like where, are you getting these, where are you getting <laughs> these, um, <laughs> this <is true>. these <laughs> facts? <laughs> <laughs> this is genuinely true. So this wee woman that looks like her and is the same size as her is sent out to make sure the, the Queen wouldn't get any sun in her eyes at any points where she would stand and she makes sure that, you know, she wouldn't get like sunburnt or whatever. So, so it's like a, like a dip? Aye, kind of a, like a dip, aye. Apart from the Queen goes out and does a gig. Do you know what I mean? But she doesn't get any bangers. sun in her eyes. <laughs> bangers, aye. <laughs> Plenty of bangers. But that's interesting stuff, isn't it? All that? I quite aye. like that kind of stuff. This is a good mm-hmm. section. I like this, man. This is interesting. Aye. Is there any wedding-related um, facts? Uh, who was the where was the first wedding or whatever I don't know nice. where was the first ever wedding Spanko you look that up I'm stuck into this 
It must have been uh, at Shield Hill Castle. For all the listeners, <laughs> lobsters eat fish, worms, mollusks, alternative crustaceans, plants, ocean oh. urchins, dead shrimps, and snails. Yes, we so covered they, that. I covered that. Maybe we should have a competition. I but didn't they need Google for that? Well, you know, when I googled it, it came up with like fish restaurants. That was the first thing that popped up when I said, "What well, is a lobster?" Eat. So there we go. Uh, what was the? What was the? Do you want to know some, another fact about the Queen? <laughs> and this is true. Uh, I don't know. This is verified. Her cows sleep on waterbeds. Her cows sleep on waterbeds. Her so cows. Her cows. The, the Queen. Does got, she get cows? Ah, well, obviously she's got loads of I know stuff she's got huskies and that. Well, she's well, got she's like not. fields and fields of cows and sheep, but they actually sleep on waterbeds and it's apparently to ease the pressure points on the cattle so that they produce better milk and better cheese. It's, it's, it's no huskies, it's the wee dogs. Uh, corgis. Corgis. Corgis, oh, that's what I mean. Aye, corgis, aye. That's mad. Yeah, did you look up the first wedding ever? Right, no, no sorry, I, no. I actually forgot. Uh, first wedding ever recorded. The first recorded evidence of marriage ceremonies uniting one woman and one man dates from about 2350 BC in Mesopotamia. Well, there is um, Bibles in the uh, weddings in the Bible, isn't Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Mm. There you go. Probably still in the caves back then. <laughs> Aye. Wonder what the buffet was. Definitely Stovies. <laughs> Stovies. <laughs> Stovies with the wee oat cakes. Stovies and oat cakes and beetroot, which I've never really understood. Now, there's, I've came across one that I might not believe here. Researchers once turned a live cat into a telephone. <laughs> This one's for Neil. So, Princeton researchers Ernest Weaver and Charles Bray took out a cat's skull and most of its brain to connect the animal to electricity. When they spoke... (laughs) (laughs) Which hear this bit? Which hear this bit? When they spoke into the cat's ear, the sound could be heard through the phone receiver in another room. The twisted experiment paved the way for something implant developments. All right, that's smart, yeah. What, that cat was alive. <laughs> that cat was alive. Spanks and they've made it into a phone. Uh, bad bastards, man. I see you. you can't be doing that, that cat. No, but it's interesting because I thought, bet that's where it goes. They, they work out some sort of ear, an ear plant thing from it. Aye. Well, they've done a they done a head transplant in a monkey as well, didn't they? One time. But they lasted. They lasted like a brain a or head. Years. Brain. No, a full head. The full head. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was the full head. Aye. But it only lasts, they only live for like seconds or a minute or whatever. What, from one, one monkey to another? Aye. So, but it, but it actually like lived on the other body? From... Aye, but it wasn't actually attached. It was just like tubes with a passing blood and oxygen through and stuff. Sure, I've seen that. <laughs> Fuck off. Sure, that, I'm sure that's a fact. Who, who fucking watched Psychopath Green like that experiment? No, so there's all sorts of experiments happening. You're. Yes, Vaccine for your current epidemic will be getting heavily tested in animals, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, man, it will be. Thanks very much for listening to the Carbon Copy COVID Curer podcast. We'll be back soon with another ill-informed, chat-filled episode. Why not tell us what you think by email? Inquiry at carboncopymusic.band 
or visit our website, carboncopymusic.band. And if you're feeling really generous and you haven't already, please give us a like on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash carboncopy4, and even our Instagram, at carboncopywedingband. Thanks again. No bangers were harmed during the making of this podcast. Carbon copy reserve the right to more about anything they like, and they will. Thank you.